Did you ever did you ever read the Simpsons comics? The Simpsons comics. Yeah, do you remember there was like comic books? Bongo was the publisher. Uh, I don't. I had a huge collection of them. I actually, um, I wrote a letter to them once, and uh, it, it was published. I actually remember the letter. Are you fucking very, serious? Yeah, I remember the letter like almost word for word. I remember exactly what it said. Wait, hang on a minute. Wouldn't that have been the first time you had something published in a magazine? The first time that I, the uh, the journalist. Yeah, the world's greatest games journalist James O'Connor was published was actually in a Simpsons comic. Yes. When James first started talking about the old issue of the Simpsons comic, the one that he had a letter printed in as a child, I didn't think much of it. My co-host was susceptible to whims of fancy as it was, you know, with his constant attempts to contact Danny DeVito and his conviction that Simpson showrunner Al Jean would eventually notice us if we worked hard enough. But as we got deeper into our season three recordings, I noticed a shift in his mood. The comic, which he had left behind like the sled in Citizen Kane, I assume, having never seen the movie, seemed to be weighing on him very heavily. Episode 32 of Pods! Ah, um, in. The key of... Springfield. It's Pods in the Key of Springfield. That's the podcast we're doing today. Um, we're here to talk about... Um, yeah, we're gonna, no, we're going to do Season 3, Episode 22, The Otto Show. And yeah. Season 3, Episode 23, Bart's friend falls in love. Yeah, it's got Kimmy Robinson from Twin Peaks in it, but, you know... It's, uh... Kimmy Gubler from Full House! Yeah, that's... Uh, you, yeah. Hang on, are you are you okay to record? You seem a bit down. What do you mean? Well, just just, just I mean, fucking get it over with, okay? Let's do oh, this. Jesus fuck! I mean, normally normally you're a little more chipper than this. I can't always come in here with a good mood, you know, Nick. It's, well, that's a very good point. You know, there are things happening in the world. Um, is is there anything specific you want to talk about, man? No, I'm just, um, you know how sometimes when you're a kid, right, you like idolize... Is this about the comic? Yeah, co- everything's about the comic, Nick. Everything's Why about... do you think we started this podcast? Everything's about it's the comic. It's all about the comic for me. Okay. But I'm a professional, I'll rise above it, okay? Let's do it again. I'll do, look, I'll fucking, I'll dance for you, I'll do the little routine, I'll jump through the hoops, okay? Right? I really hated seeing my friend this way, and more importantly... I especially hated having to work with the moody fuck. So I decided it was time for us to do something about it. Yeah, what's up? Okay, that's a nice blunt opening. Hey man, uh, have you got a few minutes for a quick chat? Uh, Yeah, sure, what is it? Okay, sweet. Um, I should let you know that I'm recording. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you record our phone call. I get it. What's what's up? Well, I don't record all of our phone calls. It's just that I've, I'm don't recording. You? Oh, I I tend not to. Huh. Wait. Okay, I just thought this was a very different uh, friendship. Uh, yeah, what's up? What's going on? Wait, we've been through. We've, we've we've been friends for a lot. Did you think I record all of our phone calls? Like, dude, what is this? What what are you calling me about? It's really weird. Uh, I've been thinking about uh, the chat we had the other night when we were recording about. Um, how the not being able to find the comic was really getting you down? Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, I think we should um, do an episode of Pods in the Key Springfield where we try to uh, track the comic down. Wait a minute, what? An episode of the the podcast where we try to track the comic down? Yeah, yeah, we can make it like, you know, something a little different. Do like an investigative, you know, fucking that whole trend of podcasting thing and make it like a, yeah, we try and try and track down the one that your letter was in. Oh my God, you would do that for me, Nick? Yeah, man, yeah. And we can, you know, I don't know, get some people, talk to some people, see if anyone's got any leads. We can, we'll, we'll figure it out. Ah, oh, man. One moment. I'm going to be... I'll be right over, okay? All right, sweet. Let's do it. Holy shit. All right. Um, I didn't know you were here, but... You got here, well, Here I am. Let's do this. All right, let's do this thing. It's a special investigative episode of Pods. In the key. Of Springfield. James, so um, we uh, you might remember I, I called you the other day and we had a chat about um, the, the Simpsons coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, we've just um, finished watching The Shining. We did our Shining episode. Got the mic here. It seems like a good opportunity to have a further chat about it. Sure, um, sure, sure. So it was one of the Australian... Now, were there, were there international and Australian versions? Or international. Was uh, I think I think there were, but I'm, this was the Australian version. I bought okay. it at a local news agent, and you only wrote to the Australian version. I only like, wrote to the Australian version. Unless there, I could be in the American version, I is, don't even is there, know. Is, is there a chance that you've been published internationally and we don't know about it? I, I, I doubt it. I, you know, I wasn't that special a kid. You know, I don't think oh, I don't think Matt Groening was paying much attention to me. But sure. I had my little slice. You know, yeah, at yeah. Bongo, who was aware. You know, the editors of the comic were aware of me for a moment. Okay, so do you remember anything about the comic? I remember the issue had Krusty on the cover. Krusty. Krusty. He's a yep. character from The Simpsons. All right. Yes. All right. We're getting to the bottom of this. Okay, so he was standing over a globe and The Simpsons, the face like of The a, Simpsons, it was a... A snow globe or like a, a, a... A globe of the world. A globe of the world. The implication was that Krusty had achieved some level of dominance. The um, The... Well, standing over a globe is not a precursor to dominance. But the plot, the fucking plot of this comic was that Krusty the Clown had started his own, like, nation-state, I think. It's called, like, Crustonia or something. Crustonia. Yeah, I, I believe that's what the issue was about. And okay. it was, like, meant to be this sort of propaganda cover. Propaganda the punk band. Not prop... Nick, are you taking this seriously? Sorry. This is my livelihood. This is, I'm... This is everything to me. My approach to... And, and you knew this when you hired me. My approach to solving mysteries is to constantly tangent away from the real issue. Sure, okay. <laughs> and by the real issue, I purposely meant that to have a double meaning because we're looking for an issue of a comic that was in fact real. We Yes, yes we are. Yes. It's very real, Nick. It's very real to me oh, and I, to who I, I am. I know. It's um, And frankly, I'm, I'm alarmed by the lack of closure that you seem to have, which is why I think we should find it. And I'm just investigating every lead. Okay. Maybe it was propaganda, the, the, the punk. Nick, are you going to help me with this? I'd love to help you with this, Okay, James. okay. All right, well... Um... Okay, so hang on. So, 
Krusty's on the cover. Krusty's on the cover. Do you know issue number or anything like that? Because that might help us track it down. Mm, I want to say it probably came out around 1997. 1997. Yep. Okay. The year or the issue number? Uh, the year. Okay, cool. I'm just, maybe it was issue 1997. I don't know. I'm investigating every lead here, James. I'm trying to be thorough. You know, Action Comics has only hit a thousand issues. How likely do you think it is for the fucking Simpsons comic? Has that many issues? Well, I imagine the Simpsons comic just trotted out any old dross. Well, what is that meant to mean? Well, I mean, obviously, fuck. Obviously, I don't mean the episode in which your letter was published. That was nothing but pure gold on your quadrant of the letter to the editor page. Absolutely. Let's not let this comic come between it. Let's not be like three men in a comic, despite the fact there are only two of us, and as it currently stands, no comic. <laughs> that- Okay, that metaphor fell apart much quicker than I was intending it to. Sure. Um, okay, so 1997, Krusty on the cover. Um, I'm not sure where we go from here. Huh. It is a tricky one. At around this point, we remembered Google exists. Type in uh, Simpsons comic. Uh, Krusty on cover. Uh, letter James O'Connor. This seems like the right number of keywords for a standard Google search. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, hang on. We've got some images. Sure. I can't see a globe in any of these images. We've got I Choo Choo Choose You. We've got Homer and Krusty riding a tricycle. We've got Comic Book Guy, the comic book. None of these. Oh, that's a... uh, We've got a weird, like, gothic recreation of a Krusty. That's a parody of the movie Ed. Oh, apparently the movie It, sure. Um, 11 best Simpsons images on Pinterest. Oh, let's go there, yeah. Surely this would just be One of them should be a screenshot of my letter. It should be. Um, None of this has anything to do with me. No. I find this website irritatingly Jamesless. I'm just... This is very frustrating to me because uh, I don't understand why my issue is not the world's issue. Wait, what? And by issue, I, of course, mean the issue of finding the comic issue rather than the issue of the comic itself. Isn't playing with homophones fun? I don't know, Nick. Um, why can't we find the issue of the Simpsons Why can't we find the James issue of the Simpsons comic that James O'Connor wrote in? What does Google say about that? List, List of, of Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live, Live incidents. incidents. That's weird. <laughs> we spent the next hour reading through that list. I wasn't really sure where to go from there, but it seemed like a fire had been lit beneath James. Inspired, he reached out to collectors of Simpsons merchandise across the country, but only one of them responded. Mike, a man who, several years prior, had been invited to exhibit his collection of Simpsons merchandise at the Sydney Opera House, or, as it may be more commonly known to our international listeners, the Bennelong Point Singing Shed. James called Mike, having concocted a clever ruse. Hello, am I speaking to uh, Mike Irving? Ah, yeah, that's me. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is uh, James from Collectors Magazine, the magazine by Collectors for Collectors, all about collectors and the act of collecting. I'm calling you about your collection. Yeah, yeah, that's really great. Um, I've never actually heard of Collectors, but um, it definitely sounds... You haven't heard of Collectors Magazine, the magazine by Collectors for Collectors, all about collectors and the act of collecting? We have a circulation of uh, 500,000 just in Australia. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I definitely should have heard of you then. That's 
definitely my kind of thing. Yeah, well, uh, you have a, as I understand, you have a rather large collection of Simpsons merch, is that right? Yeah. All right, great. Well, I'd love to talk to you about that if you're uh, available to chat for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you've been collecting these things for a long time. What sort of, what sort of things have you got in your collection? Um, basically everything that they're willing to slap the Simpsons faces onto. Like, I've got uh, Simpsons guitar picks for some reason. Some yeah. Simpsons shoelaces. Um, every single board game that's ever been made. That yeah, that's, that's wonderful. So uh, Matt Groening's aware of you, right? You've, uh, you've had some dealings with him? I wish. Uh, I actually got asked to uh, display the collection at the Sydney Opera House one time. Um, well, the Opera House, that's really cool. Uh, who's, who's like your favourite Simpson? Like, you know, you've got like uh, Homer, Mr. Burns, who is in many ways a sick member of the family, you know, Maggie, all the characters, you know, who are your guys in The Simpsons? Uh, I really like Professor Scrooge, actually. Um, <laughs> not, so... Yeah, yeah, he's a good one. You like him? Yeah, yeah, I'm just a sucker for him, I and the uh, Jerry Lewis voice. Speaking of, you know, funny Simpsons things, do you listen to any of the Simpsons podcasts? Are there any that you like? Oh, uh, yeah. I love um, someone, uh, Four Finger Discount. Really good. Yep, yep. Um, there's the Simpsons Index. Yep, sure. Um, oh, what else? Uh, everything's coming up, Simpsons. Yep, yep, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, really. That's it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty much all the videos. Really? Oh, okay. Okay, I mean, you know, you say you're a fan. Uh, have you have you read any of the Simpsons comics, like the ones that were released in Australia? Yeah, for sure. I had uh, most of those, and then, like, the big special edition ones. Yeah, do you have, uh, like, um, like a... you know, just, um, just, you know, thinking of some ones that I remember, do you have one that has, like, Krusty on the cover, and he's, like, starting his own country or something like that? Like, I don't remember all the details, but I remember I had Krusty on the cover, and he's standing over a globe. And he's he's starting his own country. It's something like that. Do you have that one? Yeah, I think so. There's there's probably like five or six of the crusty on the cover. I think my favourite one was um, I've got like a hardcover Simpsons Futurama crossover. That's probably one of my favourites. Uh, signed by um, David Silverman, one of the directors. Okay, that's that's cool. But like um, the one with crusty on the cover. Do you have that one? Do you have that one like on you? Uh, maybe maybe it's in a box somewhere. I've like they're all in there somewhere. Uh, so you don't really know if you have that one? You're not sure? Oh, I can have a look. Um, I'm sure I've got it somewhere. I might have to see. There's a lot of them with... Um, All right, we'll go and have a look and then come back and we'll continue this interview, okay? Why, why is that one so... Just, just, go and, just go and look for it, okay? Do you want to be in the magazine, right? Collector's Magazine, the magazine by collectors and for collectors, all about collectors and the act of collecting? Uh, I, I guess so. Like, okay, okay. We'll go and go and have a look, and then we'll we'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I got it. I'll All right. So you've gone through the boxes. Did you have that issue? Uh, not that I can find. I mean. Uh, so you don't. Okay. So in um, with that considered, in what sense can you call yourself a real collector if you don't have that one? <laughs> well, I didn't. You know, I just like I mean, you saw how excessive my collection is there. Like, I've got, uh, I've got cells and storyboards from the episodes. I've got all the Lego stuff. Yeah, but whatever. Don't you think that in some ways you are a disgrace and fundamentally a bad person? Hang <laughs> on, because of this one comic. What yeah, yeah. 
All right, look, um, well, thank you. Um, thank you for the interview. It was really enlightening. Uh, it's going to be printed in a real magazine that definitely exists, so look out for that in, like, uh, whichever section of the newsagent would usually carry something like this. Uh, all right, thank you. His dumb plan had gone nowhere. James rightly and repeatedly chastised himself for being a dumb shit. At this point, a far more interesting question was emerging than the issue at hand. The issue being that we couldn't find the comic issue. That issue being the one with Krusty on the front. As any great podcaster must do at some point, I started to ask myself, what was this really about? A lesser host would say it was just about a silly little man who wanted a comic book. But what if it was really about the social regression of society? Maybe this wasn't so much about my idiot friend, but was actually more about the political climate that allowed his regression to go unchecked. Perhaps James was becoming so weak-minded, not because of the comic, but because there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, and our complicity in the very systems that fail us tugs at his heart day and night. We met up again to see what we could get him to do to shut up. Hey, so um, after the chat we had the other day, yeah, yeah. Um, where you and I came to uh, a dead end about where we can go, we spent 45 minutes reading that Saturday Night Live list, yeah, which, which, by yeah. the way, was nothing other than tedious. Um, Who knew that Adam Sandler was such a piece of shit? Oh, I always had an inkling. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, think about it. He writes his own movies and spends all his time screaming at children. That's not a well-adjusted thing to do. But um, do you think Adam Sandler could help find this comic? No, I, that's silly. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm well, just. I'm really torn up about this. It's funny you should say that because I had an idea of someone that we could reach out to. Maybe it, it's a long shot. I'll give yep, us that. Sure. Someone we could reach out to who uses. Um, who's become famous in the podcasting world yeah. for using the internet to solve mysteries. Yeah. Do you have any idea who I could meet? Uh, Mark Marin. Who do you think his guys are? What? <laughs> no. I, I'm not... No. It, I wasn't saying we should reach out to Mark Marin. Okay, that's fair. Um, no, I was going to say that's a bad idea. I doubt we can get in contact with somebody with a podcast that big. Yeah, well, that's a really good point. Yeah. But... Um, no, I was thinking that maybe we could get in touch with the Reply All guys. Huh. Okay, go on. Well, you know, Alex has the recurring... Alex Goldman, one of the hosts of Reply All, has yep. the recurring segment of um, uh, super tech support. Sure. Where he uses his skills as a kind of... Well, originally it was his skills as like an IT guy. But mm. I think recently they broadened it out into just like general investigator. Yeah. Uh, and what do we need? We need an investigator. We do, yes. And so maybe we could get in yeah. touch with Alex and see if he wants to turn this into a, an episode of Reply All. I mean, that's a, that's a really fucking that's long a, shot. That seems like a bit of a stretch. That is what people would uh, um, uh, uh, facetiously refer to as a moonshot. Having said that, it's also the best idea I've ever heard and I would like to do it. Stay tuned to see how the most ambitious idea of pods in the key of Springfield has uh, the most ambitious idea ever. Will it work? Probably not. I need a drink. Do you want a gimlet? Uh, 
hey man, so you know how the other day I said I'd try to get in touch with uh, Alex from Reply All? Yep, very excited about that, and I'm, uh, I have full confidence in you. Yeah, well, remember there's that episode um, uh, called Hello, where they had that phone number that was, uh, they for like 48 hours, they stayed up and took phone calls constantly. Yep, I remember so, that. Yeah, well, I called that phone number, and it's no longer active, so um, I didn't really... I haven't I haven't got in touch with him and I don't really that, know that's all you tried is you just tried to call that number yeah 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 I, I did a quick you didn't like you didn't try to contact him on Twitter or Facebook or email him oh fuck you know you open your email inbox you go into any email there's a reply all option you just click on that oh does that go straight to them I assume so I'm a dingus all right well do you want to get in touch I'll, I'll be in touch with him I'll, I'll talk to him okay right, cool 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 Alright, um, Jaiko, why did you call me here? Because you know this is my own house, right? Hey Nick, how's it going? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I've called you here today because I've got no, some... I was, I was already here. Can we just be clear on that? It's my house. Yeah, but I've called you to this desk right now. Uh, thanks for letting me in, by the way. I've called you here sure. for this meeting because I've got some good news. Some meeting. About the investigation. Sure. <laughs> okay, yes. So you might remember uh, a little while ago we talked about getting in touch with Reply All, the guys from Reply All. Uh, yes, yeah, we talked about and uh, yeah, I, I hit a dead end. And then you had yeah. the the um, the 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 wit and the wherewithal to think of an email, which is something that I frankly had not thought of. Yeah, so I've been in contact with uh, Alex Goldman. He he called oh, really? me up the other day, actually. What? And look, I haven't listened to the message yet. I didn't manage to pick up. I went through to my message bank, but I've got a message from Alex Goldman. Honestly, I'm really nervous to even listen to it because uh, I'm just so excited. Though this could be it. This could be the thing. That uh, that gets me this comic issue that I've been looking for. I'm really just glad, regardless of what happens, obviously they recognize the severity of what is happening, the importance of this, not just for me, but for the healing of the nation, I think. I think they realize... Okay, I think healing of the nation is overstating it a bit. I think, if anything, it's an understatement. I think we should listen. Okay. Uh, I'm sure, surely he's going to help us out, right? You're not just going to send a message to tell us to get fucked. (laughs) I mean, that would be an extreme thing to do. Um... Well, um, pick up the the aux cord, plug in your phone, and we'll we'll have a listen. Let's give it a listen. Hey, this is Alex Goldman from Reply All, and I just want to let you guys know that we're too busy to help you hunt down a specific issue of an Australian Simpsons comic from the 90s. I also don't think it's a great idea for a podcast episode. Um, just for future reference, if you are trying to get my attention, it's much better to call me up and try and scam me. I'm much more willing to talk in those scenarios. Uh, as for your other question, what do you mean by who are my guys? Okay. Couple of things that I want to say straight off the bat. First of all, it is fucking crazy that we got a response from Alex Goldman from Reply All. Secondly... What the fuck did you ask him who are his guys for? Look, man, I just had the podcast in mind, right? If we want to be taken seriously like Mark Maron, we need to ask people who their guys are. <sighs> I'm t- I mean... I have always put this podcast first, Nick. <laughs> always. Yeah, but we can't just hijack a Marin thing. We're looking for a comic. Look, um... Sorry. I also I, asked him if he's ever gone up there and just done a jazz set, and he didn't even respond to that. So, <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. I let my I let my feelings uh, get ahead of myself there. 
So it seems like he's not going to help us. Should we get in contact with PJ Voigt? I think if Alex is out, the his co-host PJ will be out what as well. What about Struthy Pinamanini? Have you got any other leads? Any other Simpsons or pop culture people that we could speak to? <sighs> Look, I've got an idea, all right? Just, uh, I'm just going to hijack your computer for half an hour, all right? Is it going to involve another email? Look, don't worry about it. We'll come back in half an hour. All right. Uh, all right, so what I've done is I have taken what Alex Goldman said in his message and I've edited it slightly <laughs> so he's now saying something quite different what you've absolutely you've done a rock bottom so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this audio file I'm going to send it to PJ and I assume obviously <laughs> once he hears this he'll be on board yeah so just give this a listen all right Hey, this is Alex Goldman from Reply All, and I just want to let you guys know that hunting down a specific issue of an Australian Simpsons comic from the 90s. This is a great idea for a podcast episode. My guy, I'm more willing to talk. Okay, literally, what the fuck? Okay, well, look, in my head, it seemed like a really good idea. Listing back, I mean, I guess it's not going to work, would you say? I, I think Alex and PJ have known each other long enough that PJ is not going to be... F- He's not going to think that is Alex's natural cadence. That's my issue. Well, what else am I meant to do, Nick? Um, what else am I meant to do? Let's just let's just take stock of what we've done. Yeah, we've we've got in contact with the internet's premier investigator. He didn't want to help. Yeah, um, you've been t- you've spoken to some collectors. Yeah, they were unable to help. Yeah. Um, okay, we uh, checked out the libraries. Every single one in the state, yes. Every single one in the state. Yeah. They couldn't help. Secondhand, like, you know, antique places, there was nothing there. Can find no trace. Collectible places, there was nothing yep. there. Yep. Uh, eBay, there was nothing there. Uh, what? You have, you, you have looked on eBay, right? On eBay? Are you fucking serious? Huh. Hang on, we've been recording bits and pieces of this investigation for weeks, and not once you thought to look on eBay? Yeah, okay, um, I mean, it's a long shot, but, uh... Okay, you're going to eBay, what are you typing in? Typing Simpsons, okay, let's see what comes up on Simpsons. Oh, there it is. Huh. It's like the first listing, man. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, um... Fuck. All right. I'll see you in. Hang on. What's the what's the estimated time of arrival? A week. I'll see you in a week, dude. Huh. Wait. Is this actually happening now? We I, found it. I bought it. I bought you bought it. it? I I've I've got one click pay set up. I paid for it. It's on its way to. Well, I mean, that, it's not on its way. Figuratively speaking, it's on its way to me. I doubt it's been posted in the last ten seconds. So in the end, it was eBay. Who would have thought of that? Don't know, man. A week passed and the comic arrived. I guess this is the moment of truth. Would my dingus friend find the inner peace he was looking for? Or would he continue to be an unpeaceful dingus? Well, here it is. Alright, um... James? Yes? I think you know what you're here for. That paper that I'm rustling, that's the comic. It's issue 28, crossed you on the front. 3.95 it cost me, apparently. Published in 1997 by Bongo Entertainment. Here it is. After all this time, I've got it back. How you feeling? I just feel like, uh... It's a lot, you know? It's, uh... It's everything I've ever... It's everything about me is in this issue of the Simpsons comic. 
You know what I've just realised that I've never actually noticed before? Krusty wears the same gloves as Mickey Mouse, at least in this cover of the comic. They've got he's got the little the little ellipses on them. He's one of the great entertainers of our time. Sure. Um, do you want to read it? Do you want to read the letter? Uh, I don't know that I can, Nick. After all this time, I I think I need you to do it. Oh, really? Oh I shit! Th- I think I do. That's actually that's actually quite a fucking responsibility you've given me there. So it's on the first page down the bottom. It's got my name and where I live. Oh, okay, this is good. I would have been nine years old at the time this was published. My first publication. Dear Bongoids, now. Is that a commonly used opening in Bongo comics? I think they gave you the option of however you want to refer to them. Dear Bongoids. Bongoids. uh, Without much thought, the most popular Simpson would have to be Homer. I mean, that's true, isn't it? Who else can be mistaken for a mud monster, weigh 260 kilos, and gain 55 kilos? And do something dumb every day. James O'Connor Adelaide essay. Yeah, I mean, it says it all, doesn't it? Oh, and they've got a little response here too. There's a response, yeah, they acknowledged me. They say, guess you haven't bumped into our publisher lately. Hey, only uh, kidding, big guy. There it is, Nick, that's my first publication. Wow. So wait, was this in response to a question saying who is the best character in The Simpsons? It might have been. Uh, can I look at some of the other letters in here? I just, I really feel like we've resolved a lot of issues today. I feel like, uh, you know, earlier you asked me what this episode was really about. And I yeah. said that uh, to me it was just about finding the comic. But I feel like in finding the comic, really what we're doing is... Uh, you know, there's been a divide in this country for such a long time, and I just feel like we've really closed it today. There are some amazing pictures in here. So, what were you saying about finding world peace, or whatever it was? I just, you know, when you've been writing for as long as I have, when you've had so many things published, you know, you just sometimes you lose track of the simple facts. Sure. That Homer is the most popular Simpsons character, and sometimes he can turn into a mud monster or put on a bunch of weight. Put on a bunch of weight. Just, you know, being able to return to your origin like this, it really just puts everything into perspective. Yeah, it's really interesting to, um, to have in my hand your origin story. My origin story? Yeah. There's a illustration in the gallery by a guy called James Mewitt, age 10, called Belchin to the Classics, where Barney's looking at a CD and saying, hey, classical gas, while while burping. I mean, on reflection, that particular 10-year-old, who drew a very nice illustration of the cover of uh, songs in the key of, I forget the name of the album, but uh, it's a very nice picture uh, I mean, on reflection, this guy achieved far more than me as a child. I can only assume he's a famous artist now. James Mewitt. Yeah, because... Uh, I'm not sure that he is. But Nice. All right, well... Um, this is an interesting one, because we've spent so long looking for this thing, and now we've got it, and, I mean, the letter's not really that good. Um, and, and it feels... 
I, I feel oddly flat. I don't know how to end this. Well, um, are you crying? Should, should, should I not have said the letter was not very good? I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I just worked really hard on that letter and now it's in my hand again and it's still the best thing I've ever written. Also, did you do a, a pounds to kilograms conversion? Because surely Homer would have been speaking in pounds when he was 260 and gained 55. I mean, I think I just assumed that pounds and kilograms were the same thing, probably. Right, okay, interesting. Hmm. That's put me in a pickle. Um, that was more of an anticlimax than I expected, to be honest. Um, maybe the real comic was inside of us all a lot. No, no, that's bullshit. Um, all right, I don't really know how to tag out of this, so... Uh, conveniently, I just got a text message from James inviting me back to the recording studio, which is my house, uh, I guess. It's nice of him to invite me over. Uh, and I guess we'll come up with a way to tag out of this so that the whole episode is not wasted. It's been a week since we did the um, the big reveal yep. uh, where we read the letter. And, you know, we were talking about how we had your origin story in our hands. And it was interesting because I don't know about you, but it put into perspective for me the difference between what things were like in 1997 and what things were like now. Certainly, yes. Um, is that something that crossed your mind? Well, I've been um, rereading this letter over and over and over again since receiving the um, the comic book in the mail. I'm increasingly impressed by the subtleties uh, behind the message I was conveying. But I also think now that several years have passed, I'm 30 years old now, I thought maybe I could do better. Maybe if I write a new letter interesting, to the folks at Bongo... Uh, perhaps they'll publish that, and I'll have a new, like a new thing to. A, a bongo sort of... still functional? Well, look, the address in this comic, uh, I have written a letter. I've mailed it there. I kept a copy. Do you want to hear what I had to say? I'd love to, man. This will be great. This is like this is like the evolution of of Jekyll. Yeah. This is like one of those bloody. Uh, well, actually, no. It's not like the evolution of man picture because we've only got. The ape at the start, and now you at the end. We don't have all the middle interstitial stuff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'd love to hear the letter, James. Sure. Uh, to the good people at Bongo Comics, okay. uh, good, e- good evening. I hope this letter finds you well. Uh, my name is, of course, James O'Connor. You probably remember me from my letter published in issue 28 of your uh, fine publication. And since the magazine... Uh, came out, I have been thinking long and hard about my own life and uh, the choices I've made and my my career as an esteemed uh, celebrated writer. I just wanted to let you know as well that I have been thinking about the character of Homer and I am of the opinion that frankly he still rules. I think it's, I think he's the only one who could be mistaken for a mud monster. He, uh, he could weigh 260 kilos and then gain 55. I think that's really something and he does something dumb every day, and to me, that's what makes him so special, and um, I just wanted you to know that. Uh, thanks forever yours, uh, James O'Connor. That was really good, man. Yeah, I know. That was really good. It's the best. Um, shall we uh, finish on a hug like we did in the, the Christmas present episode? I don't see any other way this could possibly end. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yeah.
uh, I don't know, James invited me back to my house to keep talking. Guys, I'm not very good at doing this whole voiceover thing. I've kind of lose track of the narrative that I'm meant to be spouting.